we want to participate by promoting actions to allow the production and distribution of sustainable aviation fuels at our airports. Thus, we are in collaboration with airlines and other interest groups such as refineries, waste managers, field distributors, and others to promote the use of sustainable aviation fuels and even participate in its production. This is Ana Salazar, Head of Sustainability Division at AINA, the world's largest airport operator. And this is On The Move, a podcast series by the Transport Area of the Florence School of Regulation on the European Green Deal and its implications for the transport sector. I am Teodora Serafimova, and in this series, I will be speaking to a number of mobility experts to discuss decarbonization and digitalization, among other key issues on the EU transport policy agenda. So today, I have the pleasure of speaking to Anna Salazar, who is head of sustainability division at AINA, the world's largest airport operator in terms of passenger traffic. AINA manages 46 airports and two heliports in Spain, as well as a total of 69 airports all around the world. Anna recently contributed as a speaker at our 14th Florence Air Forum on the role of airports in the European Green Deal. And today I'll have the pleasure of diving a little bit deeper into this topical issue by learning more about AINA's climate strategy and how EU regulation can further support airports' greening efforts. Anna, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to speak to me today. Thank you very much, Deodora. Like much of the transport sector, airports are at a crossroads, facing a growing responsibility to decarbonize while still coping with the consequences of the COVID-19 pandemic. AINA has been no exception here, especially given the important role that tourism plays in the Spanish economy. Despite this, AINA last year announced a new climate strategy pledging to achieve net zero carbon emissions by 2040, which is 10 years ahead of the target set by ACI Europe, which is the Airports Council International. To start with, can you tell us a little bit more about what motivated you to take this bold step? Okay, well, indeed, the COVID-19 pandemic and its consequences are representing a major challenge for the survival of many sectors, and especially our transport and tourism being two of the most affected. This fact is especially relevant in Spain due to the, the importance of tourism in our country, a sector that currently contributes more than 12% of the national GDP and where four out of five international travelers who access our territory choose the plane as a mean of transport. Actually, in 2019, more than 275 million passengers went through our facilities, that is the equivalent of more than half the population of Europe. But due to the COVID-19 pandemic, this figure fell below 70%. However, the situation made up see even more clearly the importance of anticipation as a tool to face a great threat such as climate change. From this, we saw clearly that the recovery plan for the sector, it was essential not to forget the current climate and ecological crisis that we are experiencing. For this reason, unlike paralyzing our ecological crisis, our commitments 
uh, we have reinforced them, starting from the idea that the sector's recovery capacity depends largely on prioritizing the environmental and social challenges that we were already facing before the pandemic. And for this, it was necessary to further strengthen sustainability in the planning of our roadmap. We are strongly committed to these concerns and we are working hardly with a clear goal in mind, to achieve a sustainable air transport. Our future, not only as a part of the society, but also as a company relies on it. In this regard, we face this recovery as an opportunity for the company to boost the carbonization of the sector and to achieve a sustainable way for traveling by the air. With this view, we have been working during 2020 and 2021 in our new climate action plan. The plan, uh, which is anchored in the towards zero emissions concept, will make it possible to reach carbon neutrality in 2026 and net zero emissions in 2040. The climate action plan involves investment coming to close 550 million between million euros between 2021 and 2030. And it's split into three strategic programs. First of all, uh, carbon neutrality. Secondly, sustainable aviation. And thirdly, community and sustainable value chain. Also, the plan has been submitted to a consultative vote at the company's general stakeholders meeting on April 27th which converts AENA into the first Spanish company and one of the few least companies in the world to report to its shareholders each year on its climate action strategy. Thank you, Anna, for this uh, very clear overview. And uh, as you rightly say, I mean, economic recovery does go hand in hand with sustainability and uh, greening. So now going a little bit further on the more concrete measures that you're planning to achieve your climate vision. As we all know, uh, greening of airports uh, can take multiple forms throughout the different phases of an airport's lifespan from planning to construction, operation and eventual decommissioning. Given airports typically long lifetimes, the operational phase in particular draws my attention. So what are some of the solutions that your network is implementing to reduce its CO2 and more broadly environmental footprint? Well, according to the mentioned climate action plan, we are already working in several ongoing actions that will contribute to get our goals on decarbonization. In this regard, the most significant, for example, the photovoltaic plan, that is an ambitious project that is already underway and is scheduled to see the light in 2026 and will mean 100% self-consumption from renewable energies through our own facilities at our airports. We have started to the preliminary work for the implementation of geothermal systems in the main airports of the network in order to increase the energy efficiency of our airport facilities through a sustainable system that decouples air conditioning systems from dependence on fossil fuels that's contributing to our reduction in CO2 emissions. In uh, other hand, actions to increase energy efficiency in lighting and air conditioning, like present detectors, LED replacement, renovation and air conditioning installation, automatic lighting regulation, and 
another of INS initiatives related to the fight against climate change is the recharging point installation plan that is already in a high stage of progress that will allow users and airport employees to be able to recharge their vehicle electrics at, on our, at our facilities. Likewise, another of the actions on which we are already working in is the electrification of our services by installing electric stations on their side, allowing both IANA vehicles and the companies that work in our airports like ground handlers to use and deploy electric vehicles. That contribute to the carbonization and sustainability of our activity. Um, other initiative is the replacement or adaptation of equipment and vehicles that consume fossil fuels with others that allow the consumption of 100% renewable electrical energy, biofuels, biogas, or even other biomass derivatives. The installation of hydrogen batteries at Barcelona Airport to power the generator sets. The implementation of new measures and collaborative improvements uh, that improve the efficiency of airport operations and will, uh, as well as congestion in European airspace, reducing waiting times and flight time. And for example, the incorporation of requirements for the replacement of handling equipment by other less polluting one, like electrical, hydrogen, and other renewable sources. Additionally, uh, to these initiatives that will contribute to reduce not just the, not, not just the airport's emissions, but also the emissions of our stakeholders, we think that it's also essential to support the airlines in the search for innovative solutions that allows them to achieve the decarbonization of the sector. That is the, the, the most uh, challenging uh, goal. According to this, hydrogen and electric aircrafts are a solution that is already being quite significant, but as long as technologies will not be sufficiently mature until the medium long term, we need some short-term solutions. For this reason, all agents in the sector must focus in increasing the scalability of staff of sustainable aviation fuels, production and use. And we want to participate by promoting actions to allow the production and distribution of sustainable aviation fuels at our airports. Thus, we are in collaboration with airlines and other interest groups, such as refineries, waste managers, field distributors, and others to promote the use of sustainable aviation fuels and even participate in its production, being able to incorporate the airport's own waste which will be very beneficial to introduce production of this type of oil in our circular economy chain, of course. Thank you for this, Anna. Um, now, you already brought up your collaborations and initiatives with uh, external, uh, so other actors in the aviation ecosystem to, to broaden your decarbonization efforts beyond your own premises. So in my uh, third question, um, as you recall, one of the main conclusions of our 14th Florence Air Forum was that airports can and should act as role models and enablers for wider aviation sector decarbonization, for instance, by encouraging the uptake of sustainable aviation fuels. And the more recent Commission's Sustainable and Smart Mobility Strategy promises to put forward some of the measures, such as revised airport charges, to support uh, this deployment of renewable and low carbon fuels to feed stationed aircraft. 
So what is what are your thoughts on this and what are some of the regulatory and financing gaps in the current EU framework that would need to be closed in order to enable airports to truly play this role of enablers for the wider decarbonization of the aviation value chain, including of the airlines? Okay, Teodora, indeed, we detect that the airline sector continues to be one of the modes that is least considered into financial aids to promote its sustainability. Therefore, taking into account the efforts made by our sector and the punishment that is currently facing, it should find greater institutional support to lift in the most environmental sustainable way. On the other hand, we consider that the imposition of aviation, aviation taxes is a mistake since it would be one more factor against the airlines and could imply their disappearance. For this reason, we think that the solution is to establish positive incentives. In fact, among the actions of the Climate Action Plan, we're working in the definition of an incentive system for airlines that promotes the consumption of sustainable fuels. We, in, in the other hand, we have also detected a greater promotion of alternative means of transport, such as rail. In this regard, AINA has always opted to integrate rail connections into its infrastructures and to promote that the user can choose the means of transport that is most beneficial for them. In this regard, the trend of limiting short-haul flights is not a solution to reducing emissions. Since, for example, in Spain, in terms of CO2 emissions from domestic flights, with respect to the global world, they only constitute 0.4%. We must not forget that around 80% of aviation CO2 emissions are emitted from flights of more than 1,500 kilometers, from which there is no practical alternative mode of transport. So the imposition of taxes or restrictions on flight could have an impact on the number of passengers that can travel in the medium term and can lead to certain mobility restrictions for the whole society. So this is not a good solution. Thank you very much, Anna, for your reflections on the challenges ahead for the airport sector and greening its assets and operations. While it's clear that some um, regulatory um, refinements in the form of incentives uh, will be necessary, your extensive efforts uh, at AINA show us the numerous opportunities that airports already have at their disposal to reduce their own emissions, but also to provide synergies for the greening of others' actors in the aviation ecosystem. And um, for those of you interested to learn more about the main conclusions of our 14 Florence Air Forum, feel free to take a look at the link in the description of this podcast. And uh, thank you once again, Anna, for your time. Thank you very much, Teodora, for the invitation. Thank you for tuning in to On The Move. Keep an eye out on our channels for new episodes.